The Mount Moon Review podcast, while a podcast about Pokemon, is not intended for children. You can expect some instances of adult humor, coarse language, and adult situations. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome to episode 59 of the Mount Moon Review Podcast. I am your host, the Raz Grease, with my co-host, the Blue Duck Gold Duck. Because I just recorded another podcast, and I almost called you somebody else's name. <laughs> the Blue Duck Gold Duck? Maybe. Who's that? <laughs> Bringing you all the information you need to know about the world of Pokemon has happened. Uh, normally, I would say in the past week. It's been a little over a week, but we're, we're getting back in there. And we, got, uh, we, did a, we actually did a live reaction for the Pokemon 25th anniversary direct announcement, whatever video we're calling it, uh, with a lot of a lot of information that came in. I think we're going to be mostly going over that today, right, Duck? Yeah, we're just basically breaking it down. So, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? Let's go in the same order that they did the uh, for the trailer. Um, so, we'll start with Pokemon New Pokemon Snap. Um. So you're traveling through the lint, the lentil region. Oh my god, dude! No, the... <laughs> nobody likes lentils on a good day. Why are we naming our region the lentil region? <laughs> right, no, it was never named after. Like the professors were named after plants. I don't see why. Now a region is a what's a lentil like a bean? Uh, I don't. It's like a seed, I think. Okay, well the bean region. The lentil um, region. Oh my god. Yeah. So you take <laughs> pictures of the Pokemon. Um, it does. Unfortunately, we were asked, debating before if we thought the first trailer looked like it was on rails, and it looked kind of like maybe it wasn't. But this definitely looks like it is. Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent on rails, and it's gonna be one of those deals where you're gonna play through it, and you're gonna say, "I could have done that better," but tough crap, you're gonna have to play through it again. So it's, you, you're almost gonna have to do a perfect run, and you're gonna well to- that's. You're gonna That's be... the thing. There's no perfect run. Yeah. You're gonna Sorry, be... I didn't mean... You're going to be playing that. You're going to be playing that so many times trying to get it just right, and it's just not going to happen. That's exactly how the first Pokemon Snap was. Like, oh, I wonder what happens when I interact with it with this item. Oh, that's cool. I got a picture of that. That's neat. What happens when I use this one? Oh, that's cool. I got a picture of that. Too bad the Pokemon only pops up once on the run, so I got to redo the entire run every time I want to try anything for that Pokemon. Yeah, and typically um, you, to get the legendary, which I believe at the end of this one we saw Celebi, correct? Yep. Yeah. So in the original game, uh, you had to you you could have a counter with Mew, but you had to get every single Pokemon in the game first. Every single Pokemon, then you. Then you what? Because you froze up horribly and in a bad bad time too. Um. Looks like you're. What, back. Are you, what are you, about? you froze up there for a second. Go ahead. Oh. I was talking about the secret Rainbow Road level you unlock when you get all the other Pokemon and take pictures of Mew in space. Mew in space! <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So that's basically what this one's going to be. There's different ways to interact with the Pokemon. They showed us the fluff fruit, which is just an apple. Yeah, it's an <laughs> apple, folks. It's an apple. <laughs> Some kind of device to play music with um, and see how the Pokemon respond when you play music near them. And then the luminous orbs, which turn the Pokemon into... They didn't call it luminous Pokemon, but some sort of light variant of the Pokemon when they absorb this luminous orb. Um, so it's th those are just three of the things. I'm sure there's going to be more. You know, there was one that made the Pokemon angry in the in the first snap, so there'll probably be something like that. Yeah. And there's a lot more buttons. Like each one of those was attached to a different button. There's a lot more buttons now, so <laughs> there's a uh, the possibilities are pretty endless there. Is there more buttons though? Because the original the original snap was on the 64. You had a joystick, you had a oh, D-pad, no. and you had four buttons. One tr you have an extra trigger now. You have one extra trigger. That's all you got. Right. I guess, yeah. The Wow. Nintendo has not no. really added any buttons. <laughs> no, oh, dude. That's not... <laughs> I just... <laughs> yeah, on the on the N64. <laughs> they just didn't use all the buttons they had before. Yeah. That, that, that old controller was really weird. I mean, it, it, it was all right. I didn't really have an issue playing with it. It was just... It really, it was really weird, but I don't want to imagine playing the games I played on it in, with a different controller. Fair you enough. know what I mean? It works. <laughs> Going on. Um, you can edit your favorite pictures, put little stickers on them, and little little shiny. Yeah, and... you can you can Japanese photo booth them. <laughs> yep, <laughs> and then uh, put them up online for people to rate and see who gets the the best and highly rated photos. I'm gonna bomb all your photos. <laughs> Not really a feature I'm excited about. I don't really care about that. Well, like right part. now, the, just... the, the Switch has a, a way that you can um, share pictures from you. You can like any game, you can take screenshots in, uh, yeah. and you can share them on Twitter. And I've done it a couple of times with um, with Animal Crossing, but it's not really like ooh, I gotta, I can't wait to post a screenshot of the game I'm playing on Twitter. Just... Some people might like doing that, but you know, make, maybe there's somebody who is going to be the Pokemon Snap guy, and he gets all the coolest pictures on his Twitter account. Yeah, it'll be called poke at Pokemon Snap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's basically it for that one. Not really too much new information, just a, another look at the game. Fair enough. So now let's get to the reveals. Yes. Okay, now that we've had a couple days to let it simmer and sink in, we'll see how, how everybody feels now, as opposed to how we felt when we did the live reaction. Brilliant, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Gen 4 Remakes confirmed, coming out late November. What do you think, Raz? Okay. I love playing the old games, and it's a good way to get more bang out of your franchise, and people love nostalgia. So I think that the games are going to do well. However, that being said, I know why they did it with the, the graphics the way they are. I know why they did it. Um, when you're in the overworld, everything is really, really chibi. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with that term, uh, in anime, when they have a pint-sized version of a character, like a cartoony version, that's a weird thing to say, I know, but a cartoony version of the character, it's called chibi. And they, they're, they're not proportionate or anything, they're just, they're really cartoonish. And when you're in the overworld for this, you know, a uh, Shine, was it Shining Diamond and something Pearl? I don't remember. Um, you're, you're, it's like this chibi thing. Now, they did that. 
I, I have a feeling they did that to keep the uh, the ratios correct so that the worlds are still the same size as they were in the original games. Now, so once you go into an encounter of some kind, it does appear as though you go on to the same graphics set they used for um, Let's Go. They look It looks identical to Let's Go. Did you interpret that any other way? I didn't compare it to Let's Go or Sword and Shield or which one it is. I wasn't thinking about that at the time. And uh, I was. I, yeah, <laughs> I haven't come across that, but uh, maybe, maybe it is. Um, but it is important to note that these are not Let's Go games. Like these are tie into Sword and Shield some way. I imagine they would have some kind of connectivity. Eventually, the competitive series is going to move to the Diamond and Pearl games from Sword and Shield. Uh, maybe. I, I think, but this is unprecedented. They've never used a different makeup like this. They've never gone to a different, you know, graphic set for an overworld. But I think it's going to be the sword and it's going to continue on. That's what all the other remakes have done so far. This is the fourth time, so. At the same time, though, we do have a second game coming out that is more in line with what I think the mainline games are going to be. Because if you want to get technical, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee was a remake. It was a remake of Red and Blue or Red and Green, whatever you're calling it. Right. With with the exception of a new mechanic add to the control scheme. But in reality, it was the same game. There was nothing really new about it. Um, it, it it's just they added that mechanic of using the motion controls and, and stuff like that. Um, and the shinies, I guess. You added shinies in. I mean, they added the stuff in there that they would have if they could have at the time. Now, I, with this Diamond and Pearl remake, I don't think it will be the next mainline game. I don't, I don't think that will be the next one because there's so many mechanics that, that Pokemon thinks is the latest, greatest thing in the world and everyone loves. I don't think they're going to take that step back. And to try to, um, reinter to introduce all those mechanics and somehow put them in, the, um, in that region, I just don't, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, that, with the other game coming out, that's another unprecedented thing um, that makes us makes it hard to predict what what's going to happen moving forward. But um, but yeah, it is um, the reason they did the chibi style was because it's a one for one tile by tile remake of not really diamond and pearl but platinum. Um, that kind of matters because we saw Porygon Z. Porygon Z was added in in Pokemon Platinum. Um, and then we saw a NPC character in one of the in one of the shots that was uh, the one that she triggers the whole go catch shaman part of the story. Okay. Um, that, that was only in platinum. That, that was only in the platinum version. I actually, actually, I don't think I ever played the platinum version. I think I played diamond. Yeah, I played diamond as well. I never played platinum. So, so you know, maybe I'm a little I'm. I'm not giving great detail here because I don't want to miss the nail too far, you know, <laughs> from the mark. But apparently that, that, that NPC we saw, it's like this blonde girl in like the flower town, Floroma town, I think, um, that starts the whole shaman event. If I, if I had to guess, just based off the information that we have, I think you will still have the diamond and pearl games, but they'll have the platinum content added to it. Right, the platinum up grades i'm sure though at the end of it no matter which game you're playing there will be some kind of 
Giratina episode at the end. Yeah, that's that's if I had to guess, that's what it's going to be. Distortion world, yeah. Which distortion world in the three with the three D chibis might look pretty cool. Distortion world looks sick in two D. So imagine, (laughs) imagine it in three D. I have played through Platinum since then in like Nuzlocks and stuff, but fair enough. Uh, Yeah. So, but are you are you looking forward to it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I like Diamond and Pearl. If they have the um, uh, diversity in the in the regional decks like they did in Platinum, that makes it for such a cool playthrough. Like I never realized what base game Platinum offered until I just recently, a couple months ago, watched somebody do a Nuzlocke of it. There are a lot of Pokemon from the first four gens that just randomly spawn in the wild. Like you can get a very diverse team just in the early game. So if that's the way they do it in this, like if it's that, that, that same kind of uh, spawn ratios, then that's that's amazing. I would totally love to play an upgraded version of, of that. Yeah, I mean... I, and I, I don't I, love the graphics, but I don't hate the graphics, so I don't, I'll get used to it. I don't love them at all. Yeah. Um, that being said, am I going to play it? Yes, I'm going to play it. It's a Pokemon game. I'm going to play it. Uh, I, and I also like the fact that I can go back now and, you know, work you know, on getting that living decks for Pokemon Home. That's just because, you know, that's kind of my thing. Um, I don't care about the shinies and all that. I, I want that living decks. And with with this, you have an opportunity to get a lot more that you don't have without transferring to transfer to transfer to transfer to transfer to transfer. What I would love to see come back is simply the virtual console. Because, uh, so would... I mean, I want to play X and Y again, but on the Switch. Because you can pretty much get everything you want right there. <laughs> uh, I agree. But you know, with, with this game, it's a remake. It's it gives us an opportunity. Um, I really hope it's not a sixty dollars game, though. I think it's already confirmed sixty dollars. Is it really? Yeah, there was hues before they even announced it. That GameStop was putting out um, sixty dollars Nintendo SKUs to two of the same almost the same exact skew and that was basically like we're like oh that's going to be the diamond and pearl games yeah. strategically though they did not put that third 60 dollars skew out <laughs> unless it's gonna unless the uh you know the third game is gonna be more expensive or you know for whatever reason i doubt that i doubt it but yeah they've kind of you know we we hit that 60 dollar mark what about 10 10 plus years ago now and i don't think I think you've reached a point where gamers are that is the threshold. That is what they're willing to pay. And I don't think you're you're ever really gonna be able to get much above it. Yeah, there was uh the whole thing where NBA two K twenty one or whatever it was, one of the NBA games announced that it was gonna be seventy dollars to buy. And everyone's like, and everybody flipped out. <laughs> and then all the other games after that were revealed to be sixty dollar games. And NBA is the worst game to do that because that's one of the games that just sucks your money right out of your wallet. Well, that and it's, only, you buy it. it's only good for like seven or eight months. Right. And then it's done. I mean, you can't even, there's like no, there's no retail sale. There's no like re- resale value for it at all. Though I, I, right. I, I'm, I'm kind of a proponent of getting rid of that physical media anyway and going to complete to a digital world. But uh, at the same time, you know, having the cartridges allows you to free up space on your switch as opposed to, trying to keep it all in a micro SDs. So I, I, I'm torn, but you know, I think that, 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 that $60 is kind of like right there. That is the sweet spot where you're never really going to get 
uh, gamers to really shell out anymore for anything, especially a remake. Especially a remake. I mean, yeah, I, will, will, I, will I buy it? Yeah. Am I ha- going to be happy about it? No. <laughs> That'd be I've, one of those I've games like, with a mainline game. I'll buy a copy for myself and both my boys. Uh, in this instance, I'll probably buy it for myself, play it, and then pass the cartridge around. <laughs> Some of the people in my circle were kind of like, man, it's $60. But I'm like, that's... I don't know. Like this is re- rebuilt from the ground up, so it's not like they just are it's, reusing it's, their it's, assets. That's the thing, though. They are kind of they're reusing every asset except the graphics. And do I really care? Yeah. No. So I get yeah. I guess that's the same story and everything. They don't have to pay a storyboard or anything like that. Yeah. So anyway, but I'm okay with the sixty dollar price. That's what I was expecting. I mean, I'll buy it. Like I said, but I, I don't think I'll buy three copies. I think I'll just pass it around i'll beat it pass it around and be done but we have um, we have another game so, though well hold on there's there's, oh, oh, there's oh, another oh, aspect okay. of shining diamond Di- and uh or brilliant diamond and shining pearl um some toy products are already in the works for being like pre-ordered and getting their distributors and stuff and that's for a mega charizard and mega lucario official pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl products come coming out in november so we're going to change the mechanics of the game again well they're at least going to have mega evolutions <laughs> um which i am all for all the little gimmicks they try to add in all the games the only like z crystals gigantamax the only thing i've liked and I thought it had a welcome place in the in Pokemon battling system was was Mega Evolution. So if they get rid of Gigantamax to replace it with Mega again, I'm all for that. Well, I, I think in storyline wise, they've pigeon pigeonholed themselves that Gigantamax can only happen in the Galar region. Right. Good. Get us the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, I dude, am, I hate I'm, it. Yeah, I, hate I don't it. like it either. I it just it. adds an element to the to the battle that I don't like thinking. Like it's not my way of thinking, so I can see why it how it does make every Pokemon chance to be a Mega. But at the same time, I just really hate it. It's dumb. I think there's too many the way it interacts with all the other mechanics. I hate like it makes certain gameplay styles that I liked. It makes them impossible to pull off. So yeah, I, I'm, I, I I'm all for Megas coming back. I you know what I want red and blue. <laughs> I just want the rock paper. I want rock paper scissors back. <laughs> rock paper scissors. <laughs> yeah, except red and blue weren't good at calculating who won between the rock paper scissors. It was wrong sometimes. Well, fix it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I thought we could um point. We have, I was going to point out the megas we have for Gen Four already, which are Garchomp, Lucario. Abomaso, Lopini, and Gallade. And those last two were added in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Okay. But, you know, who's who's going to get Megas now? I don't know. It they, depends, on, it depends add... on the mechanic. Because now, like, do we have... Well, what What's causing the Mega Evolution? Do you have to have a bracelet? Do you have to have a, <laughs> have to have a necklace? <laughs> do you have... Is it your glasses? No. Is this some kind of component? It's a, it's a diamond and pearl butt plug. No, that's probably not going to be it. I highly doubt that's going to be it. 
you're probably right, but still. <laughs> Just a safe, a safe assumption. So I don't want to say Mega's confirmed, but Mega's pretty much confirmed for that. Just yeah, probably. <laughs> Shoot me now. <laughs> no, it's gonna be good. It's better. I also thought the cards were hideous. The Diamond Pro cards? No, no, the Mega Evolution cards. The Mega cards. I didn't like them. Oh, where they were coming out of the picture? Yeah. Well, it, just, no, it was. Hope... There was just so much going on. It was just like, meh. Hopefully, <laughs> I like what they're doing with the with the V Max cards right now. I've seen some of the ones they reveal, and they look real good. Like, look up uh, Blaziken V Max. I just saw that while we were getting ready to record this. It's a good looking card. And not even like Blaziken as a Pokemon. Like it's designed that much. I've you know I've I've pretty much myself have just decided like you know what, I'm not sure if I'll ever go physical again with with TCG. I might just stick to PTCGO. I kind of wish they'd come up with a better uh, system for obtaining uh, cards on there, like they do with um, the Magic game. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I'll ever go back to physical at this point, just because everything I have is so out of rotation. It's going to cost me a fortune to get back involved. Yeah. That's and true. with the scalpers being as like, did you did you see this stuff in the news the other day? Uh, there, there was legitimately two guys went into a McDonald's, bought twenty Happy Meals, and were just throwing the food on the floor, opening the packs up. The staff said something to them. They pulled a shotgun on them. I mean, seriously. <laughs> and then you, there's 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 reports all okay. over. The, did they get arrested? Uh, I didn't see if they got arrested or not. I think they got away, and they were still looking for them at the time. And there is legitimately people like vendors that are calling the police and filing stalking charges on these idiots that are paying like to find out when they make their deliveries at target and Walmart. And they're following them around on their routes so they can buy up all the products. And it's just, it's gotten to the point where target has actually had to set up a system where you come in and you sign up for the next shipment and they'll call you and you have 10 minutes when they call you to arrive and get it, or they move you to the next name this is disgusting. It's getting real bad. This is but it's dis- not Pokemon cards. I went to Walmart today. Entire shelf wiped clean. Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, everything. The entire shelf was gone. I was I was at Walmart a couple of weeks ago, standing in line next to this guy that was like they had boxes. They built a wall around the guy that was stocking the shelves, and there were already people like swarming around him. And I'm like, wow, this is Pokemon Scalp. I'm watching it happen right now. And then as soon as they moved all the stuff, those people came in and took all the basketball cards. So I don't know. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's getting bad. Um, but on a positive side of it, store the retail stores are starting to limit the scalpers. Okay. Um, GameStop is doing pre-orders for um packs and they're limiting how much you can get. So, I mean, the retail stores are starting to fight it. Now, the people can try to fight it by not paying the scalpers what what prices they're asking. Don't let the scalpers make a profit, and there won't be any more scalpers. Yeah. If they don't sell their product, they're idiots. If they sell it, they're geniuses. So make them idiots. Yeah. Because you go in there right now, it looks as though TCG is making, like, this giant resurgence. It's a goddamn pandemic, folks. There is no resurgence on TCG right now. No one's playing. It's these idiots are, I gotta get that Charizard. It's always the goddamn Charizard. It, it just, Pokemon should just flood, you know, that that's what every goddamn pack 
And that McDonald's thing should have had that stupid Charizard in it. Every single one of them. Well, here's the thing, though. It's not about the how competitive the card is either. Those None of those cards are in the McDonald's cards. None of them. I'm pretty sure none of them are in standard. And they were selling for $10 a piece. Like, that's the, that's the lowest I saw. Dude, it's... It's disgusting. It really is. I live in a town. It's it's a it's a large town, but there is no geek culture here. There just isn't. Um, and that's what we're, that's that it is. It's that we are involved in a niche geek culture. Own it. Move on. But th- like there is no leagues within a hundred miles of here for anything. There is literally no leagues within one hundred miles of where I live for Pokemon. Uh, Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh. Not that anybody still plays Yu-Gi-Oh. <clears throat> and, you know, I I tried to start one down here and there was a, enough interest. Like I probably could have fostered something, but none of the retail environments wanted to have anything to do with it. They, they didn't see a profit in it, so they said no. And um, it, with, with Pokemon TCG, uh, with play Pokemon program, there's no real incentive to play outside of a retail location because you can't get anything, any kind of support from the Pokemon company. Other than the fact that they recognize you as a league. And that is if they'll recognize you because you got to go jump through freaking hurdles to do it. So I, I, I like, and it's just, it's just hard to get it support then too. Cause there's no one selling singles. There's only packs at Walmart and with the people buying them up, you know, I'm glad I didn't because there'd be no one able to get product right now, like at all. Cause you got people, I, I'm disgusted every day when I see somebody like shows their cart of like six elite trainer boxes. I got them all. Yeah, screw you. Said you wanted, you had to catch them all, but not like this. Not, not like, like this. this. <laughs> not like this. Do you have anything else on diamond and pearl? Uh, nope. All right, let's move on to Arceus. (laughs) Pokemon Legends Arceus. All right, that's the domain. They they registered the subdomain Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, and then they they also registered the the domain Pokemon Legends. And nobody knew what Pokemon Legends was, but we figured that confirmed the Diamond and Pearl remakes. Nobody thought there was going to be a third game (laughs) in the near future. Yeah, and it really is, because Diamond and Pearl were were queued up for November 2021. well, we assume November because that's when they always release it. But it's they said officially late 2021. Holiday. And then they said holiday 2021. <laughs> obviously, probably November 19th. That's the that's the Friday that it's looking like. Yeah, the games will come out. But then you know um, early tw- early 2022, which usually means February, we got Arceus. Probably yeah, probably at least before the end of March. That's yeah. quarter one of you know the year. Should be before the end of quarter one. So probably around Pokemon Day, I would imagine. That'd be my guess. Um, So a year from now, we're going to be getting Pokemon Legends Arceus, uh, the breakaway game. I hope. I hope it's the breakaway and not like a standalone Pokemon Coliseum type deal. I'm a little worried about that. They didn't give us any indication that this was part of the main series. I, what I, just from, before, before we even go into the details of it, I, I, if I had to guess, 
because we had we had speculated back you know back when when Let's Go first came out that we would have mainline Let's Go mainline Let's Go mainline Let's Go. Uh, I personally liked Let's Go. I enjoyed it. I wasn't well received on the on the grand scale though. So maybe they're they we're gonna have mainline Legends mainline Legends and the Legends if you if you're going based what's off the trailer, it is. The, the regions but in a different time and there's also other variables on there like with your starters so why don't we just go right into it what do you got for us Doug? okay so um some translations have come out so now we know what kind of like some of the stuff that was going on on the screen screen they say ancient Sinnoh region but we'll get to it a little later i don't know how ancient it actually is um but uh the goal is to complete the first pokedex ever for the Sinnoh region, they say they that said first Pokedex. They said it. The, I think they said in the first Sinnoh region Pokedex in the trailer. But okay, maybe so yeah, maybe first... I maybe I had heard it wrong. But regardless, you're you're starting a new deck. Yay! Um, it's gonna have some RPG elements like you know, like your character's movement, your dodge rolling. Uh, the fact that there is a dodge roll makes me think that there is something to dodge away from. I did not see them jump, and that's 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 the one. If you if you watched us uh, our live reaction, that's like the one thing I was like screaming for. I want to see jumping, jumping. I want to jump. <laughs> they gotta jump. They gotta be able to jump. I think. I I think there's got you gotta be able to jump. Open. I don't see the the game being a thing with no jumping. Um, so the starters are Rowlet, Cyndaquil, and Oshawa, a mixed variety of starters from different generations, none of which are from... The Sinnoh region. The Sinnoh region. So who's your pick out of those three? What, what are we What do we got again? Rowlet turns into Decidueye from Gen 7. Yeah. Uh, Cyndaquil turns into Typhlosion from Gen 2. And then Oshawa turns into Samurai from Gen 5. I don't I don't want the Oshawa. Um, I'm kind of stuck between the Cyndaquil and the... Uh... Rowlet. Probably, I'd probably go Rowlet. I like I like owls. I like birds. So, um, Rowlet's my favorite out of that. Although Rowlet's not like, I felt I didn't feel like my Decidueye was real powerful when I played Sun and Moon the first time. Um, so I might pick Cyndaquil just because I've never played. Like I always went Totodile in uh, in Gen two. So I might go Cyndaquil just because I never played with Cyndaquil before. And um, but, but, I don't know. It looks really cute. But just go. Just remember now, where where your starters are three Pokemon from three different regions, and that you know, that is probably your only opportunity in the game to get them. Probably not not necessarily, but probably. Well, maybe I'll do trade shenanigans and uh, shenanigans. get all three. Yeah, <laughs> and get all, all three and play through with the, all three of them, uh, like I do with the main series games sometimes. We know. <laughs> <laughs> um thanks pokemon home so there, yeah <laughs> there was a logo on the character's sleeves which i said huh that kind of looks like an evil team logo it's straight up a g dude like for team galactic like i've seen other people comparing them it's it looks like a team galactic logo so maybe they're time travelers man they could be time travel travelers. the whole thing about the center region is time and space so there could be some kind of time traveling element, or the gr Team Galactic actually started off as like a team of Pokemon researchers, and then somehow things events played out that they ended up 
you know, becoming the evil team and no longer cared about Pokemon research. That's, you know, it's possible. That's the thing too. Or like they disagreed with the professors. Yeah. Cause they, and... they were, they, that was one of the things they were very like in the trailer, a professor, they wouldn't say a name or anything. Okay, yeah. You saw that you, you caught that. I did. <laughs> a certain professor, this professor, I was thinking right there. It's, it's, uh, no, it's, uh, dude, as soon as I said it, I'm like, time traveling oak. <laughs> <laughs> We've even seen that before. Yeah, well, oak oh. pops up in weird places. But uh, when, yeah. when they popped up in Pokemon Home looking like uh, uh, Doc Brown from Back to the Future. <laughs> it's 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 got to be oak, right? None of the other professors cared about making a Pokedex. They were adding and researching things to put into the Pokedex. So it's got to be it's Oak somehow, maybe an ancestor of Oak or the Oak somehow. The Oak. Um, the Oak. <laughs> the Oak. Uh, in one of the pictures we saw, the, it was just barely in the screen, barely cut off, but it said press the plus button and then had a deer under it. Like a, like a deer antler. Not a deer antler we recognize, which leads me to conclude two things. Well, I guess it could be a possibility things real Pokemon are in this world. Uh or real animals are in this world somehow. No, 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 no. Some no, sort no. of new Pokemon. I hope yeah. it's not real animals, but <laughs> there's a new Pokemon and we can ride it and it's a way of moving around the world faster. That's possible. Or it's a, just a Pokemon that where you that's not, you know, native to Sinnoh. Or or it's a just a generic stamp and there's multiple Pokemon you can ride after you catch them. And if you have, you know, one of them set as your mount, it's still the same button, no matter what you have, but it's weird to make it like a generic, like deer. It looks like a generic deer to me. I don't know. I didn't um, notice that. I want to go back and look at it. It's uh, the seamless, a seamless battle system. And according to translations, now there's a lot of info missing here, so we don't have all the details, but it's not turn-based. Really? Okay. Really? So I'm thinking it's this is this is what I'm there's there's some big names out there that said Pokémon battle system. Impossible. There's no way this is going to be Pokémon. You're not controlling the Pokémon. Yeah. Okay? That we saw the list of commands you can give the Pokémon on the screen, which made it look like it was your generic turn-based battles. But I think what it is is the Pokémon will auto attack, like they'll have just a like if you're Galad will punch the Garchomp like an animation of it punching the Garchomp. It does some damage. It does some damage. Then you can tell, tell the Gallade close combat. Then the Gallade does the close combat animation. Does way more damage than the punch. Okay? Then it goes back to the regular punch animation, and you have a timer before you can give it another command. And the timer will go down faster if the Pokemon is a faster Pokemon. See, it's, it's, uh, see, it's like an I MMO. So I see what you're saying. I just... You know, we we have 25 years of Pokemon games. 25 years, Duck. And we have always had turn-based combat. I don't see the fans reacting too well to not having that. And me me included. It's, it's, it's the next step. I mean, I, I personally think that kind of combat style, like, the way I'm picturing it is like some of the Digimon games have done. Um, they have that thing where you give the Digimon commands while the Digimon auto-battles the other Digimon, and they just run around in this little arena. Um, I think it's going to be kind of like that. Not exactly the same thing, but 
it's basically like your MMO. Like you, you have an auto attack while you wait for your spells and stuff to re your your skill sets to to come off of cooldown, and then you do your cooldown or you you, you do your skills. I think that's how it's going to be. I mean, uh, we'll see. I'm I'm sure yep. I'm sure we'll get a lot more information before the game releases. We always seem to. I want to put my two cents into it and kind of put a little more realistic outlook as opposed to what some of the big dogs are saying. Because I can't believe they're saying that this, some of this stuff out loud. It's not going to be Pokken style badly. <laughs> don't don't get that in your head. That would be awesome, but it's not going to be that. Yeah. Now I um, I think I think it'd be foolish to try to change it so much that. All of a sudden, during the battles, you're the Pokemon. No, you're the trainer. You've always been the trainer. You should never not be the trainer. So, they're not thinking that there's going to be any gyms in these games. The whole gym, collect badges, and you know, travel around the region is, is kind of scrapped here. But they think it's going to be replaced by boss Pokemon. Like, Pokemon you'll have to go out in the world and find, and somehow beating them unlocks a tool or a new way of interacting with the world that helps you progress to new locations. So like, maybe you got to be at a Rhyhorn in a cave and that gets you the pickaxe. And then with the pickaxe, you can smash rocks. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. And then the, you had a path that was blocked by the rocks. So then you can go to the forest and then in the forest, you have to get an ax. You have to beat a, a giant uh, Galvantula. And then the Galvantula was, you know, getting in your way of getting to the ax somehow, you know, that kind of stuff. That's what I'm picturing. I don't know. Because this is in a world of ancient times. Pokemon took all our tools. Or maybe it'll be you catch the, the Galvantula and the Galvantula can cut down a tree for you. You know, kind of uh, something like that. Yeah, the only thing that sucks about that is then you're, there's, that Pokemon is stuck in your party. Yeah, true. That's what that's what I'm saying. I I'm not I'm speculating on that that kind of thing. So what you, but, but what, they're what, pretty what, sure there's going to be boss Pokemon. What did you think of the Pokeballs? I think it's kind of neat they, that it they, doesn't have a button. They, on they, it. they look like they were like it has a latch woven on the bottom, and it had a little metal latch. <laughs> they're wooden. They're wooden. Oh, they're wooden. <laughs> the Pokeball is almost completely made out of wood, and then they have a valve on top for steam to come out of for some reason when you catch the Pokemon. Oh my god, it's Pokemon Steampunk. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> well, before you had Master Ball, like before you had Pokeball factories, there was, probably had to be some sort of Steampunk. Some guy there, the, the some guy there with an apricorn. Actually, yeah, cutting, cutting, actually, cutting. yeah. The Magirna movie. Didn't we see things back in time and it looked totally Steampunky, like with Volcanion? I haven't watched. I'm it. pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a Steampunk era for Pokemon, and that's why Volcanion was like the legendary from that time. Because yeah. he's the Steam Pokemon. Sure, why not? Pokemon Steampunk. That's a thing. Um, so, one thing they showed was the... Uh, like the summary of a Pokemon. No abilities showed up there. They oh. showed the same kind of summary in Diamond and Pearl, and we saw an ability. So, so you that's think one thing... Do you think uh, they're scaling back the, the combat system to a more basic form? Is that what you're kind of... I don't of... know. I don't want to lose abilities, but maybe it doesn't fit with the way they're trying to do combat. 
again, I, I you know, we, we when we were talking about Diamond and Pearl, you know, we talked about that. You thought that might be the next mainline game. I don't think it will be, and I also don't think this is going to be the next mainline game. But at the same time, you're kind of buttoned up against the point where you need something to replace, um, you know, Sword and Shield as your your VGC title. And hopefully by 2022, we are back to physical uh, on-site play, hopefully. Uh, so, you know... Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, that's still a thing. Uh, so are people going to stick with Sword and Shield? Or are they going to want something new? I mean, probably going to want something new. And right now, we know what the plan is through early 2022. Um, and typically, by you know, going by Pokemon's uh, track record, that would be about the time we would see a new mainline game. Either one of those. So I don't know. Yeah, that's... Uh... It's a quandary. I don't know. Yeah, if they don't make Diamond and Pearl the main line, like the 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 battle game for where all the battles are hosted, then they're they're going quite a long, long time with Sword and Shield. Longer than pretty much any other game had been, I believe. How long was were they on uh, Ultra Sun and Moon? Say so Ultra Sun and Moon were they were around for a while, but I'm not. I'd have, I'd actually gonna, but, I had to get on Wikipedia or something and look it up. I think it was three years. And Sword and Shield came out when now? Sword and Shield came out in 2019? 20. No, 19. Yeah. 19, 20. So, yeah, I mean, you'd almost have... And and for them working on two games. Now, that being said, Game Freak is not making the Diamond and Pearl remake. I have the name of the... Yeah, it's it's some letters. Uh, But they're... Illica. Illica. They made something else, too. They they helped with Pokemon Home, and then Masuda is overseeing the make of Diamond or the the remakes, and he was the director of the originals. Yeah, yep, yeah. But the question is, but it sounds. I think I said Game Freak is making Arceus, correct? Yeah. So I don't know. So they 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 had help from a different studio to make the remakes. But that's a good argument. Why would the other? Studio be making the main series game. Yeah, because Game Freak has made every single game so far in the main series. I don't That's know. True. I mean, they, Pokemon could throw us for a loop, and they could say, "Yeah, well, here's another one." <laughs> We're already in a loop. Like this is the, all of this is unprecedented. Yeah. Now, one thing you do have to remember is they know what the heck they're doing. I mean, this is the most profitable intellectual property in human existence. <laughs> Nothing has made more money worldwide than the the intellectual property owned by the Pokemon Company International. They've made more money than the Catholic Church, dude. <laughs> really? Yes, is the the most profitable intellectual property in the world. I'm not I'm, I'm not even I'm not making that up. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> so what else you got for us? Um, that's that's it for the summary. Did you watch the Post Malone no Pokemon experience? No, did you? Yeah, it was like thirteen minutes. I wasn't gonna watch it. Like I had uh, company over when it was on, and uh, we were busy, you know, playing other games. But and you stuff, so. went to the bathroom. No, <laughs> no, I I saw it was on YouTube, and it was only thirteen minutes after they went home, so I watched it. 
I haven't watched. Kind of lame. Okay, so they had it starts out. It's animated, right? Yeah. He like he's a a a three D model Avatar. of himself. Yeah. <laughs> and he's on this floating platform, and as he first he starts out in a stadium, then the platform like raises up into the sky, and then. He's floating through the Pokemon world and whatever environment he's in, that's what the platform looks like. So it was a grassland. So he was standing on a grassy platform. Then it was like underwater and he was in a bubble and then it was in a volcano and he was floating on like a, a, a rock. Right. <clears throat> and Pokemon would like, and you know, the world was happening around him. It kind of looked like Pokemon snap happening around him, which is kind of cool. But like this man does not move around a lot when he performs. So he's like, he's like singing his songs that are, have nothing to do with Pokemon. Yeah. Right? And he does his little... And he's only got a little like, little green screen he got off Amazon. <laughs> he doesn't move around a lot in the... in his dancing, so that wasn't even entertaining. And then he did his old songs, you know, like he did Psycho, the, the songs you know when you hear of a Post Malone song. But then he did his... I, okay, that's fine. It's, I, don't, I don't like his music that much. I've heard Psycho and Circles and whatever. But then he did his song that was the one for Pokemon. And it was a remake of the song, I want to be with you. I just want to be with you or I only want to be with you. I think it's by Hootie and the Blowfish. Is that who it is? I have no idea. I can find out in a second. Don't, don't worry about it. Move on. Keep going. But anyways, it has nothing to do with Pokemon. Like, if you're going to make a song, make it about Pokemon. I mean, they could have got Nick wants to battle and people would have been happier about it. <laughs> or Nate, Nate, Nate. So sorry, better. sorry. Nate wants to battle. Nate I wants know. to battle. Dang. I wasn't going to say it. You should have, because I, I, I'm not going to screw that up. That dude is awesome. And a saint. He gave, us a, <laughs> he gave us a license for his music. <laughs> anyway. But no, I, I haven't watched it. I might go watch it. I don't know. You're going to be like, eh. And yeah. then the animation was dumb, too. There's this part where Charizard flies up behind him, right? And then the Charizard poses while he's on a moving platform. The Charizard is now no longer flapping its wings and is now resisting the air by doing like a half. And it's still moving forward at the same speed as the platform. It's dumb. Okay? Dang Pokemon going and breaking physics. <laughs> I That part made me mad. Like, just don't have the part Charizard do a stupid pose. But this isn't the only one of those performances we're going to see. There's going to be, um, you know, another one for Katy Perry. And then they announced another one. I don't remember. It, was, it wasn't a name I know. Um, so we'll probably be getting those throughout the whole year, I think. Yeah, Virtual it's, experiences. It's the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. And I tell this... some of the songs apply to Pokemon. So, yeah, those things are popular enough because, like, my, my boys, they get really excited for Fortnite when they do their live concert events in-game, uh, even though they have no idea who's singing. But, you know, they're, they're popular enough. So, I mean, if people, if people enjoy them, do it. I mean, I just you don't have to enjoy every single thing that comes out. I, yeah, I personally, I mean, I personally love this. Nicolas Cage, but Nicolas Cage has made some shitty movies, let me tell you. <laughs> Well, yeah. if you're in every movie, some of them are going to be shitty. Pretty much. <laughs> he was in it like every movie for like five years, dude. Yeah, I know. Like, they could just throw a script over the fence and he'd be in it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Do you got anything else for us, Doc? That's that's it for now. That's it um, for I'll now. update, keep, keep things updated with more information that comes out or anything I missed here. 
Well, that's outstanding. Uh, if you happen to be watching our live stream on our YouTube channel, uh, thank you. Uh, please hit the like and subscribe button and get notified of all future uh, broadcasts. We might continue to do them on uh, on YouTube. It's It seems like it might work out pretty well. Uh, you can also listen to the Mountain Man Review podcast on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and you can also check out our YouTube channel, like I just mentioned, if you look for the Mount Moon crew or just search for the Mount Moon Review podcast. And you can find all of our other series on there, including Better Than Bad with Buck, uh, the Social Liability podcast with me. Uh, you can also check out my Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash the underscore raspberry zero one. Uh, hopefully Duck, uh, now that he's got his awesome new uh, you know, background there, which is just freaking awesome, your little netball background. Uh, we can get you back into streaming again, but you know we need to get you probably on a better work schedule first, maybe. <laughs> you have anything else I'm missing? Nope. Nope. Well, that being said, folks, Duck, get us out of here. All right, guys. Until next time, just remember: if it's too good to be blue, it's probably gold. Have a week. Just because your card is magic, you think you're sick because you killed my life, or baby, do you dare to not flinch? Cause I'm coming at you like a dark horse. I know you're gonna throw, gonna throw. You're gonna throw a star, throw a star. But I got that lucky chair, lucky chair. There's no critical hits.